I know I'll get flamed here, but good god this movie is awful. It is practically unwatchable. The thing with the lips alone would make it horrible. But on top of that, you have badly done stop motion, and the thing seems to drag on forever. The runtime is an hour and a half, but it felt easily twice as long. I know it isn't supposed to be pleasant, and it's just supposed to elicit a reaction. But come on, this thing is like torture to watch. I saw it in a college film class. The teacher that showed it touted it as some amazing masterpiece, that he saw at a film festival, and had to go back to see it all five times they showed it. Needless to say, at the end, all of the students and teachers were staring at him as though he had just crapped on the floor, raved about what a great crap it was, and made us stare at the crap for an hour and a half. If I had seen this movie five times, I think my brain would have had an aneurysm as a self-defense mechanism to get me the hell out of the theater. <laughs> Will, what are you talking uh, about? So that is my uh, review from 2012 of <laughs> a movie that I think I saw in 2009 called Jan Svankmeyer's Alice. Uh-huh. Uh, Jan Svankmeyer. what we'll be watching today. Yes. Well, I don't know. I... We're not going to watch all I of Alice during this. I struggled to, like, come back to that movie yeah. and be like, oh, all right, well, maybe I should rewatch this. Maybe it's actually all right. But then I keep remembering. So I, I mentioned the thing with the lips. Yeah, you did. So this movie's an hour and a half long. And maybe halfway through, I started counting the number of times that after a bit of dialogue, it would cut to just just a frame of a little girl's mouth and her saying like the white rabbit said so i started counting that halfway through and they did it like 60 fucking times <laughs> it, it was just like a courageous filmmaker unbelievably yeah it, it was just like why why are you doing this like there's no way that i can actually watch this movie Oh and God. not just be like, well, I'm I'm watching a movie. It keeps doing this goddamn thing. But anyway, I mean, we're gonna watch some of Jan Svankmeyer's other stuff. Yeah, and and um, for those of you who haven't watched our history of animation episode, that is like what planted the seeds for wanting to go back and revisit uh, Svankmeyer's oeuvre, and yeah. uh, because like to go back to Johnny Svanks. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could stay away, huh? But I've got it's that me, meat Johnny love you Svanks. need. <laughs> you can't stop me. Here, look at this skull. <laughs> For 45 minutes. <laughs> um, should we give a little bit of background on, on Jan Svankmeyer or... Uh, uh, yeah, why not? Just dive right into it. Uh, I mean, we might as well. Yeah. So... He, he's an interesting one. Um, he like crosses the boundary between stop animation and live action a lot of the time, and in a lot of his films, where like large portions of it will be stop motion, 
um, or even the like human acted parts will have elements of stop motion to mm-hmm. their movements and to like it's like that maintaining that consistent like frame rate look to it um uh he's a a, a check director um he worked like throughout the mid 1900s all the way to the to the late 1900s um his last um film or like it was most recent film i should i should say he is he is still alive um was oh, all right yeah i know i know he is 87 years old he was born in 1934 uh, all right but he is retired you and think so, he listens um he might be probably. a listener yeah yon, yon hit us up he's i mean it's probably we're we're probably gonna top out on seo for yon svankmeyer <laughs> like we did with fucking muzzy like I, <laughs> um i still don't know why that episode has so pop, many pop. fucking views um, it has like 20 times as many views as oh anything else i wonder if it's people like looking for bootleg copies of muzzy uploaded oh uh, like, god like audio lessons boot uploaded yeah to, uh, and then they SoundCloud. just yeah so so then they just have me like swearing at their kids about cartoons. Here, put this for on an Jimmy. Hour and a half. Learn French. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's his... just me like I tried to learn Esperanto, but it don't, don't fucking work. <laughs> huh? What are some of the other episodes that this is going to autoplay into? Oh, yeah, Jan right. Spankmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the. The film that he put out last um, was in 2018. He released Insects, um, which is based on a play, Pictures of the Insect's Life. And um, Spinkmeyer has stated that that film would be his last. Uh, apparently, all or the yeah, it's not that the actors are amateur, but it's like following along with amateur actors who are rehearsing the play. Um, and then they find okay. themselves like falling into the roles of those characters. The trailer for it is absolutely fucking wild. Uh, it, listeners, if you want to go watch that. So, all right. I, I kind of wonder if he's one of those ones like uh, like Miyazaki, where he just keeps saying, this is my last movie. This is my last movie. And then he just, I mean, it's like, I'm coming back and making another four movie. four years ago. It's uh, to be determined for sure, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't, right? it doesn't seem like he might he will he will do another one, um, but that one is primarily live action, and you need. I uh, I'm curious. I'd be curious to hear from him what his decision making process is for somebody who like works in both, because I feel like a lot of the the like stop motion ones that that we have watched in the past are like this is a studio, this is what that studio does, and so they don't really mm-hmm. you know think about it. It's more of like what. We work in stop motion. What would be a good thing to put in stop motion, um, versus somebody who is a just doing their own stuff? Is just doing their own stuff, but is also like, um, I don't think it's very controversial to say one of the best stop motion animators on the planet. How do you decide yeah. that this film is not going to be stop motion? It's an interesting thing. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Johnny, hit us up on Twitter. You know you're <laughs> listening. So. <laughs> Um, his first film was The Last Trick that came out in 1964. Um, and it it's funny because it is like also another thing about like actors performing or preparing to perform compared like hmm. similar to, to Insects. Um, 
and it's uh like two performers um just like doing stage tricks back and forth um this was also live action or like primarily live action uh and then um they're like okay cool we did it and they like give each other a handshake but then the handshake just like escalates and escalates um and uh gets more violent <laughs> and then uh they awesome. tear each other to pieces as the <laughs> as the end of it okay so which one are we starting off with so we're going to be working through um there's a good article that we'll link in the show notes uh that's just like going at, in a bit of a retrospective of Spankmeyer's work and um mm-hmm. The first image on the article kind of lets you know what you're up for. Yeah. It is uh, a doll with a uh, Santa horse skeleton. Santa uh, horse. Kind of, yeah. A uh, horse skull uh, grabbing at her dress. So that's approximately where we're headed. Yeah, pretty much. Um, why don't we start with me, love? All first right. one on this list uh and yeah we'll just link the thing in the show notes uh obviously i think some of these links are dead one or two yeah but um all the ones that are dead but, we've just like googled and found uh, another copy of yeah yeah and we can just link those too yeah anyway We're uh, watch that let's now. watch us some meat love That was like a minute long. Uh, we're yeah, back all already. Right. That, yep, that was quick. That was quick. Um, wow, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it is definitely just the the like meat slapping noise <laughs> at the beginning and the woo. <laughs> enough. Like you could have ended it there. It would have been perfect. Um, yeah. I just. It does feel like the entire film was just as quick of a premise that you could get to from the sound of meat hitting a table. And you're like, okay, now make a whole... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Stop pushing yeah. short film about this, that noise. Yeah. Uh, there, there are, like, points at which you can see the strings, but you know what? It hardly matters. It really doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I especially liked there was... It, it's a little bit jarring that uh, the frame rate changes when they go to the uh, there's a shot where one of the pieces of meat is tossing flour at yeah. the other piece of meat playfully and they yeah and they just like shoot that normally it it's feels like, if, like somebody they dipped the edge of the meat in flour and then like somebody yeah, behind and the then camera just like, just, like threw flour it yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah it was great and i think like that's the only thing that i would say is maybe that would work better if you just reduce the frame rate on that clip yeah yeah but that's about it that's about it um go next i don't dimensions know. of dialogue what? huh go next dimensions of dialogue oh sure you we didn't can't... want to get into the uh philosophical we can't spend four minutes talking about ramifications in seven seconds one because we've got six more of these to go and they are much longer oh all right <laughs> oh well, yeah this one says 14 minutes short yeah okay all right jan dimensions of dialogue yes. let's do dimensions of dialogue yeah huh yeah 
that was uh i don't know i so the the article that we have says it's very pessimistic i didn't find it that pessimistic yeah me neither i don't know like like the the messy, first one but not was pessimistic. just yeah like the first one was just about you know how people have their own individual things and through dialogue you can kind of refine yourself into an actual person yeah it's funny because the um the wikipedia article for it has it phrased very pessimistically where it's like in eternal conversation um the heads gradually reduce each other into bland copies is uh is how it's phrased and like uh it's it's interesting the like difference between our reading and that where it's like yeah visually they are they are more similar but like the only assumption the only way that you get to the assumption of them being bland is if you think that like humanity is bland exactly that like the human form doesn't contain multitudes right all of those things that are are contained within the um the pulp that, that has been formed into the clay that makes these things up right are are all still there the the ideas are still there there's still all of this stuff and like it's nuts to me to think that like dialogue would be the thing to make people less interesting <laughs> right i don't know i don't know so so there's that one yeah so there were three parts to this there was that one there was uh the the sex one which yeah. was uh weirder to discourse it, yeah so that that one was just like i don't know two like clay bodies and then them coming together in a loving way and then a little baby clay glob that (laughs) they really didn't like i I was under the impression that it wasn't a baby it was just like a a cum glob (laughs) i was under the impression it was like something between them you know what i mean like it's it's the idea of like they've they've created something and there's this tension or or yeah like the part of them that didn't mesh yeah exactly yeah and they kept throwing it back and forth and then they fought each other yeah tore each other to bits yeah and and they were kind of showing like oh well the the sex part is kind of similar to the violence part in like that it's coming from the same place (laughs) haha gross yeah uh (laughs) which was yeah, a bit weird. Yeah. Like, uh, I think what, how I feel about it is that, like, if you are reading this pessimistically, then, like, I don't know that we'll get along. Yeah. Like, I don't, there's just not, I, I guess I'm just not that pessimistic. <laughs> that I was just like, oh, well, obviously, also, like, if, if you get too close to someone, then the problem, the differences between you will tear you apart. already apart pieces yeah um like i am literally just vibing yeah uh but then there's the last one which was uh i don't know what these subtitles are Um, the last one is exhaustive discussion oh okay i thought that this was like kind of business-like discussions really because it was just so oh, initially ahead, ahead. it was just like two kind of businessman looking faces to my mind at least. Yeah. Um producing 
two complementary items and doing the things that complement one another with them. Yeah. My read on it was that it was like two elderly people who are like, um, who, you know, had had the routine and were like um, doing a, a relatively good job um, and like did a, a decent job of taking care of each other and of like knowing what the other person needed. And then as they got older and older, and are like withering oh, away yeah. and dying they're getting worse at and worse at taking at care of each other cues yeah and are like working against each other and destroying not even destroying each other just like not able to meet each other's needs and are melting and then eventually die yeah but i don't even think is pessimistic i think it's just like a little a little funny and a little tragic yeah yeah i i would agree again like i, I didn't find it all that pessimistic it's just you know more commenting on the human condition yeah where it's like hey sometimes you can't be exactly the thing that's needed sometimes you're just a butter to someone's shoe yeah sometimes you're a fucking pencil sharpener to a knife yeah a lot of sounds in these man lots of sounds (laughs) a lot of violin a lot of just like someone dicking around on a violin just going eat eat uh anyway next we have uh jabberwocky is that it or is it this there's this metropolis one that's in the middle oh no this is just part of dimensions of dialogue yeah they put two different parts of this in the article but neither of them are actually in a resolution that's high enough that you can watch it yeah so (laughs) We should uh, link the good version. Yeah, we'll link the good versions. I'm also going to look up um, a better version of this one. Oh, yeah. Which uh, we'll go watch now. All right. Let's watch us some Jabberwock. All right. So that was uh, that was the doll maker, or the Jabberwocky. The Jabberwocky. Sorry, I got suggestion of another Jan Swankmeyer thing. <laughs> Oh, that was interesting. It's something from Alice. Um, Yeah. So that was just kind of uh, going through a bunch of childish diversions before getting to adulthood. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. I mean, it sounds sounds simplistic when you put it that way. And it was cool. um, I don't know. The the way that each of the the, diversions were handled... um, Mm-hmm. felt a little bit like uh i don't know that 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 yan was playing just like had some shit and was like okay yeah well, I'm like, gonna just do some fun stuff with it until i i, I was gonna to say it on. feels like you could just hand this guy an object and he'll be like well here's a two minute movie that i made with it <laughs> it bleeds by the end yeah <laughs> also uh, i destroyed your carpet uh, was that a real cat i don't think it was a real cat I can't. I thought tell. it when it was knocking shit over. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly when it was in the cage at the end. I don't know. Yeah. 1974. 1974. What? What like, was the significance he, of the like, um, the the portrait of the man? I I think that's probably the kid's dad. I think so too. Yeah. Like that. That would make the most sense to me is if it's like kind of looking onward the whole time and you know this is a bunch of 
him trying to live up to whatever its expectations are. Yeah, but the dad like also seems that would to explain have his own shit going on and like yeah, like he's spitting out ladies. Yeah, he's spitting out ladies. But <laughs> there's a tongue in like every single one of these fucking things. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy loves tongues. Loves tongues. Um. Okay, so that's the last one from the article. Um, but then there's one. So there's one that we watched together the first time that we oh we, yeah that we, that we were talking about this yeah and um so we could talk about that one if you wanted to or we could rewatch it um no let's let's rewatch it so let's that we know it. yeah it wasn't that long as i recall no it was not trying to that is darkness light darkness is the name of that one ah but yeah so that jabberwock one like i don't it, it was quality animation yeah and it kind of is like a lot of his stuff where and i think the reason that i didn't like alice so much was that it was trying to hold together a narrative for one thing right and it wasn't a unique narrative It, it wasn't like something new and it was just an hour and a half long and i don't think that this type of thing is digestible in that length I completely agree. at these lengths, then it absolutely is. I completely agree. Like, even this is, like, overstaying its welcome a little bit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Only so much that you can look at some abstraction. I mean, there are other types of abstraction that I can look at for longer. Something like... eh, Something like the Holy Mountain. You know, like, something surrealist. Yeah, I guess that's surreal, not abstract. Uh, if I gave it a lot of thought I'm sure there's like some abstract movie that I can stomach for an hour and a half mirror mask mirror mask yeah what is that it's just a weird fucking abstract also Alice in Wonderland based movie oh good everyone (laughs) loves (laughs) we do need to at some point stop making Alice in Wonderland based movies for it's real that interesting. like it's it's not that cool like just like just make something new no one fucking yeah. everyone knows the story it's been done a million times your new take on it is not that interesting granted Jan Svangmeyer talking about it in 1970 was quite a bit more interesting it's a bit more interesting but still like he just kind of you know ruins it by pulling you out of the movie every 30 seconds <laughs> you want to start darkness light darkness yeah let's go that yep that was so great yeah so like we were saying during it i i would actually consider that one pessimistic that's interesting what what feels so pessimistic about it i mean the fact that it's like a thing building itself out of nothing yeah basically and then just finding that it doesn't have the space to live in (laughs) yeah i it's funny i thought of it more as like i don't know a a much smaller story of just like somebody because there's there's the the big way and the the small way to read it the small way in my opinion is like um somebody just like waking up in the morning and like putting themselves uh together and like Mm. um convening each of their senses um the big way is like yeah the the like construction of humanity and the like 
Yeah, and then finding that they just don't fit in. Yeah, they don't fit in this world. Like, they are larger than the sum of their parts. And to be this creature ends up being painful. Yeah, that was that was the reading that I wound up Got with. It. Yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense to me, too. Um, he doesn't look like... He looks like the the guy is like always like slightly confused and uncomfortable the whole time now it's not like oh, there's definitely. like ever a time when it's like a, obviously a purely good experience for him um except no. for maybe when he's just the hands the hands he's are really cute pretty much just in agony the whole time <laughs> aside from yeah when it's just the hands but there's also... i think because the hands like just can't look all that pained yeah true i don't know if anybody could do it jan could probably (laughs) so like um talking about all these as a whole it's it's really interesting to me how much these feel like um i don't know art studies like they don't they don't they don't feel like any of the ideas that they're exploring are particularly um deep deep or dense like yeah they they sort of get their point across and they kind of feel more like he had a medium in which he wanted to make something and he just did it yeah and I wonder how much of um, oh that holds true throughout the rest of his work. And um, I feel a little bit like I should go and watch one of his feature-length ones, or like go watch Alice and and see how I feel about it because yeah, maybe I feel like watch that would change Faust. my total conception of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'll stand by like for, at least from my memory, Alice is just unwatchable, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like. I was not kidding when I said that, like, I was the only human being that asked a question after that movie showed (laughs) in this film class, this hour and a half long movie. Everybody else was just too upset and stuff. Yeah, everyone else was just like, what the fuck was that? God. I don't think even upset, just confused. And... Like, not only in the sense of, like, what was that, but in the sense of, like, why did that guy like that so much? What the (laughs) fuck are we missing? I love that that's the question that comes out of it is, like, what was this guy getting out of this that we did not? Right. Because, yeah, like, I don't know, watching it five times over the course of one film festival. That's a lot. That is like, commitment. Clearly, I, he liked it. He's not yeah. making it up. Like I don't know. I just struggle to imagine. I even identifying with like any film on that level, where just, where I, I would be like, oh, about, I just like, yeah. If anything has hit me to that point, like there are definitely movies that I've watched that many times. But going but, multiple times yeah. to at a film festival is an extra level of commitment. Although this guy is right a film when professor, there's other so, stuff. Like, you know, there's probably he was an English professor. Oh, he's an English professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say there's probably like fifteen or twenty films that he did he does that with, but maybe not. Maybe this is maybe this is the movie that was made for him. Yeah, maybe. It's interesting what what feels dated to me and what doesn't. Also, like, um, and by dated, I just mean like the wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, the aesthetics of it are yeah are very very old because like it feels the wallpaper like the, time, the doorknobs they like, were like he was referencing things that were older than the current time period and so yeah 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 now it's like holy shit this stuff is ancient well um, maybe in 
I don't know, maybe in 80s uh, Europe, they still used wallpaper. Yeah, there's um, an artist that he reminds me of. I'm blanking on his name right now. I'm, I'm, oh, but it, found object art is like the thing that all of these remind me of the most. Mm. Um, and like collage. Yeah, that makes sense. Where it's like, he's like, it feels like he's like really pulling together stuff. Like um, uh, Cass Copeland is one of them. Uh, that's not who I'm thinking of, though. But where it's it's like, yeah, taking these things and making compositions out of these like oddities, and then with the added, okay, now wiggle them around, <laughs> and yeah, tell, and try to tell the story with them. Well, and now. again, like that, yes, that is interesting to me. Yeah, like Joseph that, Cornell and, is the person and, I was thinking of. Ah, let's look. Like if a Joseph Cornell, he did these like little box art pieces, like. Like, if those started coming to life. Oh, sure. But this, like, this guy had to have been super influential on... Jan Svankmeyer had to have been super influential on a bunch of other stop-motion animators. And, like, there's got to be oh, a lot definitely. of techniques that he developed. I mean, like, like, he's doing a lot of this before... Uh, actually, when is Will Vinton doing his stuff... Uh, Will Vinton is the um, like the claymation guy. I ah. uh, created the California Raisins. Oh, and right. We the about Noid that. and uh, let me see. So his uh, first directed thing was 1974. So all right, as he was doing this before. Uh, <laughs> Before Svankmeyer got around to it. Wow. Hmm. They feel very different. Oh, definitely. But there there are techniques in there that are very much the same. Sure, like that makes the, sense. The kind of way that the faces move around when they're making expressions, Ooh. That what, that's the thing that reminds me of, uh, like, that's the, the straight line I can draw between this weird face in darkness and light and uh-huh. the Noid. <laughs> not a comparison anybody asked you to make but i love that you no. committed to it anyway <laughs> i don't know i guess i don't have a, a ton more to say i think he's very interesting and um i'm gonna keep watching some of his stuff and uh but it, it it is like maybe the thing that feels the most dated to me about it is like how when you're at your grandparents house and they're telling you a story and it gets to the end and you're like oh that was the whole story, huh? It's just done. It's huh? just done now? Oh, All right. No, that's fine. Um, it's not that I didn't like it. Like, I liked it. I just thought that there would be more of a reason for telling it. Like, nope, I just got to the store. The end. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, um, you, want, you want a hard candy? Yeah, def- definitely. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let me go to the store. No, wait. We're out of hard candies. It. Okay. Gotta go get some. You're out of heart. I have candies. a fun new story you for you once I get back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think that it's mostly that I was just introduced to that Alice thing right. first before any of the other stuff. Right. That'll, like, that'll do it, things to your opinions. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Maybe I'd enjoy it, but, like, I'd, I'm probably pretty poisoned to it from having just absolutely suffered through it. <laughs> You're going to have to inform your English teacher that uh, they poisoned you. Yeah. 
not only do I not like your favorite movie, um, it has it has so poisoned it, me it to the poisoned work. me to a thing that I might love. <laughs> now, ten years later or whatever, I'm doing a podcast about it, and I have to talk yeah. about how much it's uh, it sucks for me that you did this. Uh, anyway, uh, I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next month or, or next week, we are starting into May. You know what uh, that means. You that little means fucks. It's anime. Yeah, that's right. So you we're going to do stop us. four. There's a pun we can make use of. Yep. Oh, man. We can absolutely just nail down. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do four weird versions of bigger series. <laughs> <laughs> just four of the weirdest versions of, of the thing that we uh, that we could find that you've probably yep. or like a lot of you have probably watched the normal version of this and so uh yeah so uh we're starting (laughs) off with uh for those of you who enjoy dragon ball and maybe a little dragon ball z we're gonna watch us some dragon ball gt there was no other choice there really isn't it's i don't know i've started on it have you uh no absolutely not all right otherwise at the very least we recorded the i like the intro (laughs) <laughs> you heard it here first folks this is a little sneak preview to those who, yeah uh, listen all the little, way to the end of our episode. little sneak preview Lucky that you. song's kind of fun <laughs> i can't wait all right we'll see y'all next time see y'all next week bye thanks so much for listening y'all and big thanks to the composer of our theme miles morkery and to bernadette meeker the artist for our thumbnail we're on twos pod on twitter.com our website is on twos.club you're the best. Good night. Good night. Hello, Mr. Swankmeyer. Are you here to make another movie? Yes, give me... I've got it. Give me 40 or 50 more tongues, please. They go rotten after a day. You get one fiery brain with every five tongues. Ah, oh, just as good. Maybe I'll include that if one in my latest that in. picture.